out of it. Hey, Joe, what's the plan for today with the, the snow? Are you guys going to the stadium or indoors or what? No, we'll be out in field three. They've uh, plowed off the snow for us, so uh, it looks like there's still a little bit of residue out there, but we're out there playing the snow today. Joe, we saw Kadarius uh, practiced a little on Wednesday, didn't go yesterday. What's uh, what's his status? Yes, yesterday he couldn't go through practice with us. He remained with the trainers. Uh, plan today is to kind of move him around early in practice and see where that goes. If we think he has a chance of getting more into team drills, uh, which he should have a good about half hour or so before we get to that, uh, we can get him implemented and see if we can get him a chance to play. No decision's been made at this point, uh, but you know we'll look and see where he is today. What's his? So he hurt his shoulder in the game. Is that? I mean, is that going to require something off in the off season, surgery wise, or, or anything like that? That's more of a question for the trainers right now. Obviously, you know, we're looking to get him ready for the game. So in terms of what would have to be corrected in the off season, if something was long term, that's really more of a question for Ronnie Barnes. Hey, Joe. What's up, Ron? I figured out the audio finally, but my camera stopped working. So, <laughs> uh, Joe, obviously this isn't related to the last five games when we all know you've had some personnel limitations. The more big picture offense, I remember you saying you wanted to be a flexible, versatile offense game by game. You could do different things. <clears throat> Moving forward, Joe, do, does this offense need more things it can hang its hat on? Like every game, we know we're going to be able to do this X, Y, Z well. Well, I'd say it's a pretty general statement, but the answer to that would be yes. You know, in terms of just having staples in your offense, of staple runs, staple pass games, staple themes of how do you want to play. Now, that being said, those same staples have to be flexible in terms of how you have to play each game individually. I'm a firm believer in versatility because to me, you prepare for the opponent. And you have to make sure that you, whatever you do, you can take away their strengths and expose their weaknesses. And based on circumstance and situation and different game plans, that may require a different way of attacking them. You want to always be able to be a balanced team. And I talk about being a balanced team of running or passing when you have to and when they know you have to do it. And that's where you want to play. It's not simply about, you know, 50-50 run-pass relationship, but you want to be a balanced team. You want to be able to run the ball, run the ball downhill. You know, that's an aspect of this program that we have to have. That's just the way we've got to play. It's the New York Giants. It's got to be a physical running team. You know, in terms of throwing the ball, you want to be an accurate, efficient team who really flows through the quarterback and allows your players to make plays in space and then prioritizes getting the ball in the hands of the playmakers. The quarterback's job is to facilitate the offense. It's also his job at the line of scrimmage to, you know, be able to make adjustments or checks within the system as he's prepared to do. I saw Daniel make a lot of improvement throughout the last year and a half up until when he got hurt. Uh, that's something that was, you know, getting better for us as an offense and that he was able to use to make some productive plays this year. You know, that being said, yeah, the answer is there definitely has to be some things to hang your hat on as far as staples, but you also have to have the flexibility per game plan to play however you have to play that week. And one other thing, Joe, Joe we've heard a couple of your defensive players say, we know we're a defense first team. We have to win low scoring games. Is that your philosophy or is that that's what your team is suited? You have a better defense than you have offense, so you try to win low scoring games. Like, would it be different if maybe you had – different offensive personnel you could be a high scoring team if that makes sense look my belief is to play complimentary football that's my belief to have three phases that complement each other and some games will be high scoring some games are going to be low scoring and that just happens within the flow of a season you, know, you got 17 games in a regular season they're not all going to be the same there's always different challenges and different things you have to deal with each week so you know my answer to that would be you know my vision is to be a complimentary football team to play good in all three phases and to utilize 
you know, the strengths of each phase to complement the other and take advantage of field position created by the kicking game on both offense and defense and be able to capitalize on field position sustained by the defense and get back to the offense. Zach. Hey, Joe, just circle back to uh, Kadarius. I'm, I'm th- more big picture question. Um, how, how much of a challenge was it this season to really get a chance to, like, develop him and coach him up the way you maybe would have wanted when, you know, he's battling all these injuries and stuff like that. Obviously with rookies, you want to spend as much time with them as you can, but he was pretty banged up this year. Yeah, you know what? It's with rookies, obviously every snap you get is invaluable. And when they're li- when the time is eliminated due to injuries, that's definitely a challenge. And the reality is, you know, whether it was KT, uh, A-Rob, or Ellerson Smith, these are three guys that lost significant amount of time through training camp and at different points this year. I've seen improvement by all three of these guys throughout the year. Actually, I just talked to Ellerson a little while ago and was telling him that, you know, he had missed a lot of ball through opting out of his senior year, through not having a true training camp, through being on PUP to start the season. But the important thing was we saw improvement every game going forward, and there's things he has to work on. The valuable thing he can take is the experience, but he, you know, we have to understand there's a lot of reps these guys have missed. You know, I think A-Rob's another guy who's improved a lot you know, throughout this year. He's got a great skill set and demeanor. You know, he's a long way from where he's going to be as a player. He's going to be a good player in this league. And it's the same with KT. There's a lot of things he missed the opportunity this year with injuries. Uh, I think these are all three intelligent players, guys who go out there and play with the right demeanor. But they've got to gain more experience. And that's true for every rookie in this league, but especially guys who have dealt with injuries in their rookie year. We got time for three quick questions. Uh, Jordan Schwartz, Pat Leonard, Jordan. The follow-up on that real quick, Joe, we saw Ellerson Smith went on IR the other day. How, how serious is that? We see it's a neck injury, and uh, what, what do you make of his? I missed the last part of that question. but What do you make, what do you make of his rookie year? Yeah, like I said, I, he obviously missed a lot of time. I saw a lot of improvement along the way. You know, you can't make up for the lost snaps, okay, right away, but over time he's got to keep developing. You know, the important thing for these rookies going from year one to year two is really make a physical jump, and their bodies have to continue to change and adapt to the demands of the league. From year two to year three, the important jump is really production-based. You know, but going back on Ellerson, you know, obviously he wouldn't be able to play this week. That's why he went on to IR to clear available spaces if we need them for different reasons. Um, as far as a long-term concern, from everything we've been told by the medical team and the trainers, this would not be a long-term concern at all. But it would live in them both, you know, this week and probably next week for playing as well, at least. Schwartz. Hey, Joe. Um, a couple of quick ones about Daniel. I mean, obviously one, one quick one, Schwartz. One quick Sorry. one. Um, two parts. Um, uh, quickly, Joe. Uh, uh, with Daniel, he's on IR. Obviously, do you keep on getting updates and you know about any progress he's making and the fact that. He hasn't been here for the last five games. It almost make you appreciate even more what he can do for your team, considering what's happened to the offense without him. Well, I appreciate all of our players who come to work every day and put it on the line, Paul, first off. And I didn't need to lose Daniel to appreciate him. So the answer is yes, I do appreciate him, but not because of something I haven't had with Daniel. I appreciate him more for what he does every day in the building of how he comes to work and puts the team first. In terms of the medical question to that, Paul, uh, the answer is yes, I do get updates on where he's at. And then, as I said yesterday in the press conference with the guys on the patio, that the updates of the frequency of imaging and things of that nature, you know, those updates decrease a little bit. And in terms of, you know, the amount and quantity and frequency of those images, they obviously decrease once you're removed from, you know, playing status and put on IR. But we do talk about our players all the time. I wouldn't say it's a daily update on Daniel at this point, but it is, you know, we talk at least once a week about how he's doing. I talk to Daniel on a regular basis about how he's feeling. Um, 
Obviously, it's a guy who wants to be out there with the team. That's a guy that you know really wants to be out there and breaking the huddle himself. But he's here supporting his teammates when he can't do that. Last, last one here, Pat Leonard. Joe, has this been a especially tumultuous week for you? And um, you know, do you feel any particular pressure going into this game? No, my focus is on playing Washington. That's it. You know, we talk all the time about ignoring the noise. And uh, look, to be completely honest with you, whatever's going on outside this building. You know, a lot of times I have no idea about, you know. I tell you all the time that Pat Hanlon and uh, a couple other people close to me kind of keep me, you know, up to speed on what's going on outside this building and more so that I know that how things may be affecting our players. But in terms of this week in itself, no, I'm concerned about getting our players ready to go. We've had great energy at practice. We get an opportunity to go out there today, one more practice as a team. We get to play in the snow and have some fun. We're going to go out there and embrace this opportunity, you know, and not look back and say, wish we had done it differently.